Hey, this is Zen Perry. Thanks for listening to the Zen Perry Project. I have a few requests of you before we get into the show. First is go to Zen Perry Project, Z-E-N-P-E-R-R-Y Project on Instagram. Give us a follow. Second is make sure you follow and turn on notifications for our episodes wherever you listen to the Zen Perry Project. And third is share the show with somebody. Maybe send them an episode they'd be interested in. Without further ado, here's the show. Thanks for listening. Are you a musician that wants to finally finish those recordings sitting in your hard drive? Having studio quality drums will take your projects to the next level. Head on over to zendrumming.com to book a free consultation. Professional, multi-track drums remotely recorded for a fraction of the cost. Bring your music projects to the world with the right drums. Head on over to zendrumming.com today. Would you like to hear Breaking North ad-free? Become a patron today for bonus interviews, giveaways, and much more. Support spreading the word of your favorite creators. Head over to patreon.com slash breaking north. There is not a person out there that wouldn't like to learn to play the drums. Learn to play the drums from a working professional over Zoom. It's never been easier to book an affordable lesson than going to zendrumman.com. From seasoned professionals to those who haven't made the leap to buying their first kit. Learn to play your favorite music. Head on over to zendrumman.com to book a free consultation. Listening to Breaking Right Podcast, where I interview artists, creators, characters from all around the world. And I also like to kind of post some stuff about what I'm reading and just like little snippets for people who uh, are more in the creative space. So I've been reading Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. How great minds take time, find inspiration, and get to work. I bought this book because I needed to buy one more book uh, in a just to get a whatever, free offer from uh, thriftbooks.com. And it was just kind of, I was just going to kind of skim through it. And I wasn't expecting much of that. I was going to be really like, you know, get up at 4 a.m. and do this and that. And like, you know, things that are just completely not going to happen in my life. Um, but it turned out to be a way funnier book than I was previously thinking. So it has like 100-ish different people in it. And they're all super interesting and super funny. Uh, started right out of the gates with some pretty crazy stuff. And I was cracking up. And, yeah, each each, uh, each person, there's only like a page and a half maybe, or averages around that. It just has little good snippets from, uh, from biographies, magazines, things that are written about these people. So I don't really feel bad um, kind of just reading off of it because it's all just quotes from other things anyway. So here we go just going to start off kind of explaining something. It's not maybe not that funny, but it's just Ben Franklin's routine. They actually have a picture of it, which he typed out or printed. So from 5, 6, 7 in the morning, rise, wash, and address powerful goodness. Contrive day's business and take the resolution of day of the day. Uh, prosec- it's also really hard to read because it's like very much just copied from however long ago he lived. Uh, prosecute the present study and breakfast, five to seven. Uh, the question, what shall I do today? He worked from eight to 11 in the morning, and then from 12 to one, he read or looked over accounts, 
and dine. So I guess that means lunch. And then from the afternoon, he worked from 2 to 5. In the evening, the question, what good have I done today? He also does today as two dash day. I don't know if that was just how they did it back in the day or he was just kind of drunk. Uh, put things in their places, supper, music, or diversion. Diversion, whatever that means. Or a conversation, examination of the day. So that's six to nine. And then he would sleep from 10 to four. And yeah, 4 a.m. So I guess that's when you get up. And that is his ideal daily routine from his autobiography. So we'll come back to Ben Franklin uh, a little bit later because he has something kind of freaky that he did too. Uh, I just want to kind of show you what, what sort of rituals or daily routines some of these people do. Uh, W.H. Auden, Auden, A-U-D-E-N, British American poet. Um, he timed every single thing to the minute. Uh, even like it says, eating, drinking, writing, shopping, crossword puzzles, even the mailman's arrival. All are timed to the minute and with accompanying routines. So not something I do necessarily, but uh, he was a modern stoic. He observed, uh, knows that the surest way to discipline passion is to discipline time. Decide what you want or ought to be doing during the day. Then always do it exactly the same moment every day and passion will give you no trouble. Very, he's very, um, very sure about this. Uh, he had a funny quote. Only the Hitlers of the world work at night. No honest artist does. Which is pretty funny. Uh, you know, because that's when musicians and other people work. Um, but, what else? whatever. Uh, for, uh, oh yeah. He continued this routine, the chemical life, he called it, for 20 years until the efficacy of his pills finally wore off. Alden regarded amphetamines as one of the labor-saving devices in the mental kitchen, alongside alcohol, coffee, and tobacco. Although he was well aware that these mechanisms are very crude, liable to injure the cook and constantly breaking down. Crude, liable to injure the cook and constantly breaking down. I thought that was hilarious. And true. Next one. Uh, freaky American novelist Thomas Wolfe actually wrote that um, into the margins. Uh, okay, so this is talking, this little section is talking about what he did to keep inspiration going. Um, but standing naked at his hotel room window, Wolfe found that his weariness had suddenly evaporated and that he was eager to write again. Returning to the table, he wrote until dawn with, he recalled, amazing speed, ease, and sureness. Looking back, Wolf tried to figure out what it ha- what had prompted the sudden change and realized that at the window he had been unconsciously fondling his genitals, a habit which he, from childhood, that while not exactly sexual, his penis remained limp and aroused, he noted in a letter to his editor. Fostered such a good male feeling that it stoked his creative energies. From then on, Wolf regularly used this method to inspire his writing sessions, dreamily exploring his male configurations until the sensuous elements in every domain of life became more immediate, real, and beautiful. Funny thing about this is I'm recording this on my phone at the beach. I'm in a pretty uh, secluded area. There's a lighthouse fog, foghorn, 
going off, so that's probably something you're hearing in the background. But somebody also just walked by as I was reading uh, about his genitals. So, yeah, I'm doing this for fun, and it was kind of funny to see that person's reaction as I was talking to myself on the beach about genitals. Next one. American novelist known for psych thrillers, Patricia Higsmith, Highsmith, one of those two. And all these are pretty old. I haven't really seen anything that was like past 1950 or these people living past 1950. It's like kind of like around turn of the last century. All right. So she said, there's no real life except in working. That is to say, in the imagination, she wrote in her journal. Fortunately, Higsmith, Highsmith was rarely short on inspiration. She had ideas, she said, like like rats have orgasms. True. I guess I actually don't even know if they do. I'm, I'm assuming they do. They're pretty, they're pretty smart. Uh, I don't know if that means you. Whatever. Uh, her favorite technique to ease herself into the right frame of mind for work was to sit on the bed surrounded by cigarettes, ashtray matches, a mug of coffee, a donut, and an accompanying saucer of sugar. She had to avoid any sense of discipline and make the act of writing as pleasurable as possible. That's great. Makes sense. Uh, okay. And another little thing. Oh, yeah. She would just have a bottle of vodka next to her bed. She'd probably just start hitting that in the morning, but she she would mark it and be like, okay, that's the limit for the day. I gotta. I can only do this much. So, yep, another routine. Next one. Italian filmmaker Federico Fellini. I just thought this was an interesting little thing, and I, I used to want to be a uh, director, back in the day, a film director. That was like my first real in any sort of like, uh, that was kind of the thing that I wanted to do way before I started any music, which was I did violin first and then drums. First thing I really wanted to do was make films, and I did that with my friends. Did that was with uh, my good buddy Jake DeKale. We have some funny films on some computer at my parents' house. If I can ever find those again, I will post them. All right, Federico Fellini, Italian filmmaker. Uh, he had to get up at seven in the morning and be alone in a room with white sheet of paper. I am too much a vitalone loafer to do that. Uh, so I think he's talking about how he doesn't like to do that, I guess. Or that is what he's saying. I think I've chosen the best medium of expression for myself. I love the very precious combination of work and living together that filmmaking offers. I would say I'm a pretty, I do better in social social situations when I have to get work done. Uh, podcasting can be so, like kind of the last few ones I've been doing, just because I just, I just want to get this out to people and I haven't really had the time to book proper interviews, but that will be happening again shortly, probably in the next two weeks. So stay tuned for those. All right, we're back to Ben Franklin. This is the next one. I told you he had, he had a little freaky routine, and here it is. I found it much more agreeable to my constitution to bathe in another element. So he's talking about not wanting to do cold baths, like was very fashionable at the time. And I think it, it is, again, there's a lot of drummers that do it for some reason. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I mean, cold air. With this view, I rise early almost every morning and sit in my chamber without any clothes, whatever. Not whatsoever, whatever. Half an hour or an hour, according to the season, either reading or writing. Uh, this practice is not the least bit painful. 
uh, but on the contrary, agreeable. And if I return to bed afterwards before I address myself, as sometimes happens, I make a supplement to my night's rest of one or two hours of the most pleasing sleep that can be imagined. So I'm imagining he did say like four when he was, yeah, about his routine. I don't know. That's the thing about people's routines too, is they constantly change them. It's just, I think biographers and when people are writing autobiographies, there's, there's no way you can do the same thing every single day. Uh, nobody ever mentions doing laundry. There's, there's been one mention of doing, uh, any working out and I'm only, but to be honest, I'm only like, I mean, less than a quarter of the way in the book. I just really want to share this because it's, pretty hilarious so far. I didn't know, I didn't know such um, prolific, inspirational people were so freaky, you know, and uh, maybe aren't the healthiest things, but some of them, you know, are. I'm only uh, really going into the, the funnier ones, but there's a lot of really great information from this, and if you're interested, again, the book is called Daily Rituals by Mason Curry. How great minds make time, find inspiration, and get to work. Get to work, son. Um, all right, next one. French painter Henri de Toulouse-Lautrec. Uh, go back finding that. I'm sure you will. Henri is spelled H-E-N-R-I, and then de, and you'll find find it from there. Uh, his stuff's pretty incredible too. It's very, it's very cool looking. But the reason why uh is because he did his best creative work at night, sketching at cabarets or setting up his easel in brothels. So the dude would just get you know, he'd be hanging out, getting freaky, drinking and have brothels and just looking at naked people. Um and that was he also had just a good eye for Paris back in the day. Um there's a picture in this book with him staring at his uh I think four different paintings and there is a naked lady with a spear also looking on the other side, and he's just, they're just chilling. Um, so you can imagine that's probably in some brothel or something. Like I said, he partied pretty hard. Um, uh, oh, yeah, so he, uh, I thought this was kind of cool. He made this, he has this drink, one of his favorites. He would make drinks for people all the time, as you just, like I said. Uh, one of his, his inventions, they call it, which is funny, it's a drink, was the Maiden Blush. I almost said that, thought that said maiden bush. It's the maiden blush. A combination of absinthe, mandarin bitters, red wine, and champagne. He wanted the sensation, he said, of a peacock's tail in the mouth. Then uh, dinner, he had more wine. Then another night of boozy reverie soon followed. And I expect, oh, he said, I expect to burn myself out by the time I'm 40. Toulouse told an acquaintance. In reality, he only made it to 36. I think it's a pretty funny line. In reality, he only made it to 36. That was definitely by this author. Um, all right, last one. And I think this this is uh, less freaking, just more like cute. Um, Carl Jung, uh, psychologist, a uh, great writer. He he uh, made basically his own house in the forest to kind of get away from it all in the city life, and he would go there. Uh, decently regularly. Uh, he banned con uh, construction on a simple two-story stone house along the shore of the upper basin of Lake Zurich. Uh, no floorboards or carpets covered the uneven stone floor. There was no electricity, no telephone. Heat came from chopped wood. 
cooking was done on an oil stove. The only artificial light came from oil lamps. Water had to be brought up from the lake and boiled. Eventually, hand pumped, a hand pump was installed. The man of the 16th century were to move into the house. Only the kerosene lamps and the matches would be new to him. Otherwise, he would have known, uh, he would know his way about without difficulty. So yeah, that's, uh, so he would have all his patients come up there, do a bunch of writing. He would, he lived, he lived the rough life on purpose. Um, and he, he later said, uh, from these simple acts, make a man simple. And how difficult it is to be simple. Thanks for listening. This is Zen Perry. If you like supporting the show, um, you can go to patreon.com slash breaking north. And uh, you can do as little as a dollar. It would really help out. And we'll do like early episodes. And as uh, as we get rolling through this year and, and traveling more, it'll uh, we'll start putting out exclusive content for you and maybe some giveaways and all that good stuff. So yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you are having a good week. If you enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron on Patreon.com. Early access to episodes, bonus interviews, and much more. Head to Patreon.com slash Breaking North. That's Patreon.com slash Breaking North. There is not a person out there that wouldn't like to learn to play the drums. Learn to play the drums from a working professional over Zoom. It's never been easier to book an affordable lesson than going to zendrummond.com. From seasoned professionals to those who haven't made the leap to buying their first kit, learn to play your favorite music. Head on over to zendrummond.com to book a free consultation and two discounted intro lessons. Life is a hell of a lot more fun when you play some drums. Would you like to see more stories of artists, creators, and characters that we love? Sign up for the Breaking North newsletter. To sign up, click the link in the show notes. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review if you like the show. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Prey Project. Make sure to follow the Zen Prey Project on Instagram. Leave us a review for any of the episodes that you liked. And consider sharing this with a friend that might be interested in this sort of show. We'll see you next time.